Why? You're so nervous. You gotta calm down. It's the Going Off Podcast with Rap Critic and Muse. Rap Critic, how are you doing this fine Dr. week? Dr. Dre! Dr. Dre! <laughs> the prophecy has been fulfilled. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking Marshall boy. That, and his surprise... Oh, Mars? The Marson? We'll get to that. Um, <laughs> likes to spring those uh, those surprise albums on you. Was Kamikaze a surprise too? I believe it was. Yeah, because oh, I, I remember being thrown off by it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I wish we would stop doing that. At the very least, I, don't know. I enjoy it. I feel like it's the closest thing as an adult I can get to Christmas. You know, like <laughs> it's a surprise like, Eminem album. Yeah, that's really sad. Like, it, no, I mean just a surprise <laughs> album. Like when Beyonce drops a surprise album, it's just like, oh, cool. Like, and you know, even if if it's good or bad, you know, it's still a surprise. You know what I mean? Like, it's like even if it sucks, it's like, all right, you know, it's still Christmas. You know, if the situations were different and I didn't co-host a podcast <laughs> where. We released new hip-hop albums on a weekly basis. A surprise Eminem album might actually be, uh, <laughs> not intimidating. Not potentially weak-ruining. But, <laughs> I fucking, I'm playing the cards. I've been dealt. But that's gonna have to wait. Mm. Eminem is gonna have to wait. Pee-wee Herman wants a pickle. We got to review. <laughs> we got to review, you heard me, television by 99 Neighbors. Hey, here's your darn pickle. Are you happy now? I've got 99 Neighbors and, uh... <laughs> and Eminem ain't one. That's... That was absolutely nothing. This that was the best I could do to salvage where you were going. <laughs> uh, I mean, I wasn't giving you anything. That's the thing. <laughs> you should have just fucking let, let me drift out to sea. Um, <laughs> this album was requested by Skylar McIntosh. And if you have an album that you would like to hear us talk about on the show, head on over to Kofi, K-O-F-I.com slash going off. And you can request an album to be reviewed on this very podcast. So, 99 Neighbors, how are they treating you, RC? What did you think about the 99 Neighbors? Dude, okay, so first going into this, just like, you know, blind listening to it, I was fucking digging the shit out of mm. just the production alone, mm -hmm. right? Like, it was so experimental and fun and crazy. Like, track one is this, you know, real, like, hype beat sort of thing, and then the very next track is this stripped-down, you know, uh, guitar and soulful, jazzy fucking voice with these, like, little scrapes and crackles in the background going on to just, like, completely throw off anything that you're expecting this album <laughs> to be. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, like... The first time listening to this, just like, sound like, listen through, was just like, oh my god, I love this. This is fucking brain expanding. Like, I love that I'm just listening to these people break convention of what, like, songs are supposed to sound like, you know? Uh, there's certain tracks on here, especially when they're playing with, like, piano. You'll hear times where it'll be like, they're just, like, playing and it sounds like someone's just being real jazzy and stuff. And then he'll do something really weird that'll, like, go into this dissonant mode. And then all of a sudden the track will just, like, start adding all these electric stuff and things will just yeah. start getting fucked with. And it's so cool to just hear it unraveling as it's like oh shit i'm getting like an experience of a track you know mm -hmm. unfortunately that's not every song 
And yeah, I hate saying this because there are so many tracks where shit is cool, but it's just like, there's sometimes there's just kind of nothing happening. And it's just, it's just, there's so much cool shit that happens on other tracks. It's just kind of like, man, let's get back to the other stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> I feel you uh, 100%. 99%? Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> so I was a bit underwhelmed in aspects. Um, mm. Allow me to just say, when you're talking about brain expanding, mm. people talk about ASMR, right? Okay. And and the noise that just kind of triggers an emotional or a feeling in your brain. The chemicals just, you know. Yeah, yeah. Everything aligns just right. For me, up until now, I thought that sound was an animal with longish nails walking on cardboard. Talking I can immediately cat. hear the sound, yeah. They're, they're, they're walking, like, like it's like a tap, but also a tiny scrape. Ooh. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. All day. The intro to Champion. Mm. Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh, my God! God, okay. Had you feel it some type of way? I can't, I can't explain it. How do you explain that? Look me in the Tell me what you see. They're singing and they got like a weird distortion effect on it. Mm-hmm. it it's kind of an echo, but not, it's also kind of like synth. Kind yeah, yeah. I don't know, but that alone is it's extremely attention-grabbing, and because of the pacing, it throws a line out there, and then it just holds. And you're like, yeah? <laughs> Where? Oh, there it is! It, yeah. Ooh! Mmm! Mmm! Very satisfying. Over this entire album, actually, like, I am a person who doesn't really like auto-tune like that when you just, like, throw it on every fucking thing. I never had a complaint on this album, actually. Like, it, it really felt like this sort of like, oh yeah, this is the sort of, well, I don't know, T-Pain kind of took it on the next level on one of his albums, but, you know, this is still pretty cool, too, you know what I mean? Where it's like... I didn't even really notice in that capacity. Yeah. Like, it, 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 it'll, like, that's using this sound well, right? Yeah. Where it's, mm-hmm. it feels integrated into the music, and not just a, oh, I'm just wailing, and, oh, put autotune on it, that'll make it sound cool and metallic, you know? Like, they're yeah. actually trying to layer it and make a, a sound bed. You know what I'm mm. saying? That's mm-hmm. what I really appreciate on the production side of this. Uh, I, I thought it was funny when I was looking at the, uh, the uh, like, produced by or where it was produced. It was, like, produced in Samba's room. <laughs> oh, yeah! Mm-hmm. Yeah, so- recorded at Samba's bedroom. <laughs> this album has a Brockhampton feel. Very handcrafted touch to it. <laughs> That's the thing. If you look on the 99 Neighbors website, because I was like, okay, who the fuck? are these dudes. I right? thought it was like some huge group or something like that. I was disappointed. <laughs> it, it It's kind of like... It's almost like Brockhampton or another number. What was it? 88 Rising? Yeah, that, that was who I immediately thought of, yep. It's a collection of artists working together, doing different things. So, on every track, it was like, okay, who am I going to get this time? Which 
two or three dudes am I going to get? Since it was called 99 Neighbors, my head canon was that it was just like, I'm a guy who knows a bunch of artists, and I'm just bringing them in to record shit, and this is like 99 Neighbors that I know, that I really count. <laughs> like, that's what I thought it was going to be. And so I was kind of expecting, like, since they were going there with that, I was expecting, like, oh, shit, maybe we're going to hear, like, foreign artists and shit like that. You know so what I mean? So many like, different people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, it was, um, it was uh, uh, sort of disappointing in the regard that I feel like for all the tracks, they didn't go far enough to the point where it was like, you know, um, when it comes to comparing to an 88, you know, lyrically, they weren't great at that times, but I felt like a lot of their choruses really popped and stuff like that. And there were points on this album where, like, it was just like, they weren't, <laughs> it just didn't feel like it was living up to what it should have been living up to. Like, Fly in particular, something about that production didn't feel finished. And the chorus with uh, Philosophy, where she's like, I'm running out of ooh, I'm running out of ooh. And I was like, running out of Running out of what? So she was saying, I'm running out of ooh, but because I was hearing the F, it sounded like she was like tr- about to say, I'm running out of food. So it, was just, it just sounded silly. Like, I'm running out of foo, but like she wasn't finishing it, you know? So it's like, I'm running out of foo. Villa Sophie. If, if you look past that, that name, because the name is kind of corny. Mm. Um, I was, I was going to say, Everyone on this album, actually, no, I'm going to put it this way. Besides philosophy, because she's bringing something altogether different, mm. um, when you look at the lineup of the dudes on the album, for better or worse, there really isn't a standout because. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Each guy, whenever you're about to go, like, ooh, this dude, this dude's bringing the up. Uh, well, that 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 was kind of weak. Yeah, you're right. So it was like <laughs> everybody had the same amount of like, ooh, that was slick, and mm. but you're with absolutely that said, right. I don't think there was any. I think this album was free of whackness. Yes, so to yes, speak. Yes. There was some mediocreness, but never at never the very wackness. worst. Yeah, it was mediocre. At worst, I will absolutely say, though, that the production did absolutely steal the show. Oh, yes. Yeah, Um, yeah. Because I didn't really get a feel of much of a personality between any of these dudes that really set them apart from each other. They were kind of interchangeable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, In fact, uh, okay, so uh, specifically talking about uh, Lock and Key, when Philosophy does get her solo, like... Yeah, it, I, I remember feeling like, nah, she needs to have, like, she she has a good voice, but it's just, it doesn't grab my attention for the whole song. Like, by the second verse, I was like, is she, uh, like, it, I don't know, there just w- didn't feel like there was enough build-up happening, or just enough emotional, lyrical, it just didn't feel like there was, you know what it was? It felt like on the 8 Mile soundtrack album, there was that one song by that girl named Boom Cat, and it was like, oh, this is kinda cool. It's a departure. From what else was happening, but... I'm not sure if by the cell this actually holds up. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I felt about philosophy up until that point where when she would just have the little bits in the songs, I would hear it and I would go, ooh. Yeah, it would work. I was I'm- actually, I was a fan. I was digging her a lot. At that point, because the other dudes are so kind of whatever, just by the contrast, she happens to stand out. But when I was hearing the choruses here and there, I was like, ooh, I want to hear just her. If I could hear just her, that would be dope. 
And then when she got her own song, it was like... Hmm. And, and, and I remember there was one song where it was like, they were building up the energy on for, for something, and then it's like, she had the final verse, and it just... Oh, it yeah. It just didn't pop. The energy just didn't pop as hard, and I can't remember which track it was. Loud Rocks proved to you why people don't think rap and rock should mix. Mm. Fly is where I got to disagree with you on oh, okay. that. Because, ooh boy, the fucking, the crisp guitar, the, oh, yes. the that little instrumental break out of nowhere. Oh, you're so right with the oh, real man. soft, the soft fucking, just, just, oh, you could tell he was just like barely touching those strings as he was playing it. You know what I'm saying? You got that instrumental in the background. It's a little piano, it's a little guitar, a little drum. And then just out of fucking nowhere, it just breaks into this dope fucking instrumental break. I put down here, it sounds either like a tire screech or a creaky door. Kind of make it like a kind of noise during the beat. I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. But again, almost all my... The highest praise I have for the album almost always goes to the production. The the jazzy vibe. I will say I did like his his voice on here. I don't know. I think I just kind of like someone who doesn't sound like they're clearing their throat when they're rapping. I I think that Uh, just sounds cool to me. The MCA Method Man sort of voice, you know? Ah, man. (laughs) I hate that. I am not a fan of the... I I thought it worked here. I just drank a fucking glass of milk, and that shit <laughs> is just chilling out in my fucking throat. I hate that. That, unfortunately, is why I don't really fuck with meth that much. That's a bad sentence. Why I don't really listen to Method Man that much um, is because, despite, like, yeah, he's cool, you know, I like him. I just don't really dig his voice that much. I, I like that gravelly. I, I like the okay. gravelly sort of feel to it. Um, although, I will say, facts... Fucking, I think that's the best goddamn track on the album. Let the facts speak. Let it, da, 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 da. That shit was just so fucking smooth. <laughs> I think my favorite overall is Mercy 2, because that fucking beat was nasty. Okay. And, and just because of the switch up that oh. happened previously. <laughs> that was so fucking cool. This is way more than a crush. I hate that I love you and I can't get enough. I'm sure we all enjoyed the piano interlude, but now we must- yeah! I love it! <laughs> um, I really like uh, Crash, also the last track. I don't know if this was like a concept or what, but the I'm still alive, I'm alone, kind of like off in the background, because they say that in Champion, right? The I'm still alive. I don't know if it just works as bookends. Where, yeah, we got that notion of, you know, I'm still alive, but but I'm alone, so what good is it type vibe. I'm out in the goddamn middle of the ocean, like that floating TV. I love the goddamn imagery of that. I it is wish, so cool! <laughs> I wish it transferred into the album, because, man, you look at that cover, it's like, okay, cool, this album is gonna be fucking... It's either gonna be weird, it's or... It's alright! <laughs> looking like a goddamn Daft Punk album it's cover. It's fucking iconic looking, yeah! It's so nice, man. I want a poster of that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, like, no one on here has a bad voice. I think everyone sounds fine. It's just like, whatever they're talking about at the time isn't e- isn't 
really that grabbing. Yeah, like, it's not it as crazy as the beat work is. If this right? makes any sense, the songs are really well written, mm. but I don't remember anything about yeah, the yeah. lyrics. Like, I, none of it stuck. There was one lyric on Facts that I really dug. Uh, and there will be times where it'll be like, the production will, like, respond to something that the rapper says in a way that, like, makes you just get, like, a flare of imagery of it for me. Like, yeah. maybe that's just like, fucking synesthesia or whatever, but he'll say something mm. where it'll be like, you know, uh, we about to pop like this, and you hear, like, a boop, like, really quick, like, <laughs> a really, like, yeah. uh, you know, a percussion sound in the background that'll just, like, work with how it sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, especially the weird buzzy production uh, on Facts where he's, like, um... Where he says, uh, since I took time away, was busy crafting with the tools, came back from outer space just to sauce up with my crew, flying saucer with rotation, how I spin up off the juice. And I think it's like right around that part, you hear the, there's just like something really cool that just like works <laughs> with what he's saying in the imagery of just like the flying saucer coming back from outer space. It's just like, oh, fuck yeah. And then, uh, later he's like trying to keep my head above water, but I drown in the drip. <laughs> <laughs> like you know there, there's a couple of lyrics in here but yeah you're right it never is consistent enough where it's just like boom that just that verse knocked it out of the park you know what i mean I, like if you want to compare it to like uh either brockhampton or actually even more accurately like uh injury reserve oh yep yep no it, that's that's it right there both brockhampton and injury reserve are going to give you more of a personality in the mm. music than on here, but I yeah. still, I'm still reminded of those bands because of the vibe. So yeah, yeah. It, it, it's rowdy shit, but it's slightly more heady in its rowdiness production wise, but it doesn't necessarily translate into lyric wise. So I, I don't think you can get that real fucking throwing your fucking uh, uh, finger horns up and rocking out. You know what I mean? This is gonna sound like like a dig, but. Honestly, like, there's a place for everything. This is better enjoyed, just kind of, like, have it on. Yeah. Not really listening to it. Like, not sitting in an empty room by yourself with the goddamn headphones on, like, I need to take all this in, because there really isn't that much to take in. You know, but I'll put it... But it all sounds good, you know? You know, I'll put it to you like this. I remember someone, we did a review where we talked about the Lil B album and how some people just put <laughs> it on in the background. The, you know, if we're talking about the, the, the echelons or the hierarchy of music to just play in the background, th- this is top priority, I would say. <laughs> you know? That Lil B album was like, what, four hours long? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm, already, I'm already having fucking flashbacks. <laughs> I just picture fucking... <laughs> lo-fi hip-hop to study to someone just in their room with goddamn Lil B playing in the background uh, oh, there's, oh god no this fucking helps me this helps the information stick <laughs> I, got, I gotta study for that quiz no <laughs> oh man I studied for the quiz all I could write down was Figaro <laughs> all the answers are Figaro no uh, uh, fortunately, it happened to be a, a quiz on the, uh, opera from Mozart, uh, no. <laughs> oh, good, and my other question was about, was about famous Seinfelds, so I'm not lucky with Jerry. Uh, no, but, uh, get, getting back to the album, uh, <laughs> there, yeah, I wrote on here, oh, it was the, I think it was the, it was Damage. Where the end kind of oh, a little yeah. anticlimactic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm. and I remember thinking, like, okay, so the song before it, 
It was work. And I remember really liking the beat of that one. Work's that one good. cuts off yeah. fucking abruptly. And then it goes mm. into damage. And I remember, like, the beat of that one was just kind of, like, low-key and, again, like, anticlimactic. And it was like, mm. that beat goes on for, like, 30 more seconds. It's like, what? Come on! You had to know that other beat sounded cooler. Like, you know? You fucking did a reprise for a champion because he knew how good that sounded. A- absolutely. Like, Let's just have that roll for another few minutes. Why I, not? And I think it's just that, that kind of like, it was those first two tracks that really like made me sit up. And I think it like gave me a lot of, uh, it, it set up the goodwill for this album, you know? Yeah. I, um, I think it works as a service and a disservice because it mm. really grabs your attention. But it also gets your hopes up. Maybe they could have actually done, like, one of the more normal songs first and then catch you off guard later on with how they're expanding shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, Still, at the end of the day, um, I still ended up giving it a three and a half. I gave it a four. Nice. uh, Yeah, uh, I I was about to mention uh, one or two of the tracks that I really... Oh, of course, Crash, the very last song, Mm -hmm. where they, like, went all out. I remember writing this as, like, this is what I wanted every track to be, where it's just, like... You get the piano, and then, is it is that the one where he's like, Girl, I really miss you, and I wish you were laying next to me. He's singing all jazzy. He's like, Woke up from my dreams, and I don't see you next to me. Fuck! That's, that. uh, coughing up smoke. Oh, uh, yeah! <laughs> I enjoyed Bangarang, again, as a beat. Oh, Because you hear yeah. the, Like, that little thing going all around. And, and, again, it's one of those things where the lyric of the chorus, like, just fits perfectly. Bang-a-rang and bounce around and all that shit while you're hearing the... I was like, oh, this is absolutely perfect. Did they have to start it with the fucking burp? Like, oh my god. That so fucked me up. Because I was like... Because I was listening to it the second time and I was like, oh shit, here comes my favorite fucking beat. And then I heard the... I was like, god damn it. Like, do you have to that every time? Is there not, like, a single version I can get? You know? <laughs> it's one second shorter. It just has the beginning cut off. Because it really is... It's just jarring, and it lasts, like, slightly longer than it should, you know? It is dumb. Yeah, you yeah. don't need that shit. <laughs> and it's like, then, come on! This album hasn't been that up until this point. Why all of a sudden... Yeah, exactly. That? Exactly. <laughs> Music to be murdered by. <laughs> Eminem officially joins the three album club as we've reviewed mm-hmm. uh, Kamikaze as well as uh, uh, Revival? Re- Revival. So he joins the likes of uh, Tyler the Creator mm. and. In good company. Connie? <laughs> Oh, Brock Hampton! Uh, Brock Hampton! Brock like Hampton! Four of their albums, right? <laughs> Brock Sampson! <laughs> Wait, what did I say? It sounded like Brock Sampson. I know no, you no. didn't say that. <laughs> no, Brock it's, Hampton. <laughs> it sounded like it. Um, did we do uh, Kanye? Did we do three Kanyes? Uh, I, I know we, we did. did. Yay, Yeezy. Yay, Life of Pablo. Yeah, Life yeah. of Pablo. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mixed company. <laughs> and, and, oh boy. So, going into, this, valleys. going into this ICP! Album. <laughs> oh, yes, we yes! Did, we, we did, did the, three ICP albums, We did the found fuck. and lost and the... <laughs> and then Fearless Fred Fury. Oh, my yeah. God. Run the uh, gamut. So... I want to hear... Oh, boy. ...what you, Mr. I Gave Revival of Four, I need to hear... What you gotta say? 
So I listened to our review of uh, uh, the last album. Yeah, uh, just just to, just to get perspective on on uh, me too the trajectory <laughs> of, of 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 this artist career we have before us. Yep, and it's getting worse, man. It's <laughs> oh no, man, dude, homeboy is the fucking Robin Williams of rap music right now, man. And I don't mean the fucking seventies Robin Williams. I mean the you know a uh, uh, man of the year robin williams in 2005 where like you know oh no oh, oh uh, you know politicians are like diapers they need to be changed for the same reason and oh, oh, oh and these just like dumb dad jokes it's on overload man it's on fucking overload and i'm realizing like some of these wouldn't even be that awkward if you would stop fucking like overemphasizing what the punchline is because it's just like, dude, do you really think this is that fucking clever? <laughs> That's the thing, man. Like, it's, he's so happy with it that you can, <laughs> it, it comes across that I'm so satisfied with this fucking dad bar that I just spit that I think is so clever and it's never clever, Some dude. Some of these are worse. Than dad bars. We're going to fucking get into it. The, the, I yeah, I took the, very detailed notes. There was one. Uh, I remember there was like some wordplay on like the Venom song where it was like it was really complex, but the punchline ended up is like I'm gonna kill you and me when I'm back in India or something like that. Where it was like mixing a car crash with Gandhi or something like that, and it was like oh, oh the way he brought that together was like really slick because I wasn't like I wasn't sure where it was going. Some of these setups are so convoluted. Then when the yeah. payoff happens, it's just like that was not worth it at all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, so I'm going to give a quick spoiler, real quick. Mm -hmm. I think I liked this more than Revival. Uh, no, now, sorry, now, no, sorry, now, <laughs> it's going to the downward slope I'm feeling right now, bro. <laughs> I, um, I will say, I listened to this album <clears throat> three times for this review because, oh. mm. because I felt I owed it to the man. Right, I you don't want to fuck him up, you know. <laughs> I was very hard on those last two albums. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted to make sure that mm. the opinions that I put forth on this show were one hundred percent accurate. That this was exactly how I felt because I hate when I review an album and either I'm really hard on it or I like it too much. And then I go back and like, man, I feel entirely different mm. about it. So I wanted to make sure because ideally, this is the last time we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> ideally, we don't have to do this again. This will be the M. proverbial nail in the coffin for the yes, uh, music yes. to be murdered by. By oh, the way, man. just remembered K dot another three timer. Anyway. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Um, oh man! Let's start. Do you want to get into this shit, bro? Bro, uh, sure. The yeah, very, let's go ahead. The very first thing you hear is a woman being killed. Yep. And it's just the head just fell into my hands. I'm just, dude, <laughs> like, dude, it's vintage shady, <laughs> my dude. Can I just? I'm sorry. I I, I got a sidetrack again because. One of my favorite things to do when I listen to an Eminem album and I'm like, wow, this is garbage, is I like to see what the stands have to say. 
Mm. Because M can do no wrong by these fucking diehard stands. So, when I saw people going, wow, finally, the return of Slim Shady, I was like, fucking where, my guy? Oh, man. He references Shady like once or twice. That's not enough. You can't just say, hey, it's Shady, and be like, well, yep, mm mm-hmm. This is right in line with the other Shady stuff. Absolutely. Shady had a very specific, like, manic, insane persona. Yes. And that isn't here. It's just these, like, and the thing is, you know, uh, Shady is is also, you know, the offensive stuff, right? You know, him saying offensive things. And he does that here, but it's so, like, ugh. It's not enough shock value. And the shock value that is there isn't done that well. And instead of the shock value, it's just this play on words that I think he thinks is what Shady was. And it's not that he wasn't, like, play on words and stuff like that, but it was also, like, it was so slick and happening so quickly. It would jump from one punchline to the next so quickly. You'd be like, what? What the fuck did he just say? Oh, shit, the other thing. But this is, like, the opposite. He so wants you to hear every fucking line that he just lays out. Like, that's the difference. With Eminem back in the day, it's like, he says that shit so quick and flipped off to the next thing. You'd be like, whoa, what the fuck was that? Let me rewind that. But with this, oh, no, you heard what the fuck he said. The first track, you're hearing this woman being killed, and I'm in on it, too, right? I'm, I'm, oh, okay, are we gonna fucking, you know, it's kind of stupid. You already did the fucking killing a woman thing on the fucking Dr. Dre album, you know, and it kind of sounded tired there, too. But, all right. Fine. If it knew to be murdered by, we're gonna have this big concept album where it's gonna be like maybe finding a killer or something like that. You know, this is what I've always kind of wanted Eminem to do. You know, like bigger concept album. Got fucking Alfred Hitchcock. You're sampling him all throughout the album. I'm like, oh, okay. So it's gonna be, ooh, we're gonna go on this intricate thing. You know, maybe there will be shock horror rap, but it's gonna be used for a purpose. You know, to tell this bigger, like, darker story. Cool. I'm fucking with it. Very first track. All about how the, the fans are complaining that they want this and I'm going to do that. But the, the haters want this. and I'm like, Are you fucking serious? Music to be murdered by. But first, let me give you my list of grievances. I'm really tired of people. Dude, maybe a line. A couple of lines where you bring it up. A whole fucking song. And, and you know, it would be one fucking thing if it was like, uh, there was one or two tracks on the Kamikaze uh, album where I remember it being like, oh, you know, when he just hauls off and it's just that, I can get with that energy. But he doesn't even fucking keep it up halfway through this track. You know, to all the haters who are talking about how you should retire, he's like, bitch, shut the fuck up. I should go say that shit to Tech 9 or Jigga, uh, or nobody says that shit to 2 Chains as long as he's been here. Shit. Uh, no wonder you're mad. Now I'm looking at my plaques, count them. I'm LL Cool J, Bigger Endeavor. That's how come I sell four mil when I put out a bad album. Revival flopped. Uh, Rolling Stones gave it two out of five. And I just laughed because that's what they gave bad back in the day. Oh, do you think your album is bad? Do you think your album is is fucking LL Cool J's Bigger Endeavor? Is that what you thought Revival was? Like, even as somebody who enjoyed it, that wasn't that, bro. It wasn't that. And he's done this fucking before where he said, oh, people didn't like the Encore album. But uh, they said that about such and such's album. So, you know, give it a couple of years and it'll be fucking, oh, you know. Classic and no, slow burn. No, no, no. <laughs> Stop it. And he so, did this exact same thing on on uh, Kamikaze, that he was mad that Revival wasn't better received. And now he's doing it again because Kamikaze wasn't better received. Yeah, but the issue is, he doesn't sound like, you know, I, like, oh, you guys are pissed off about that. Ah, fuck y'all for da-da-da. He sounds like 
annoyed and so you can't enjoy it because it just sounds like he's just bitching and like fucking halfway through he he fucking uh says some shit where he goes like uh so after the the tech nine or whatever he uh like not like half the song later he goes like uh this shit's almost comical wait and i'm in no disrespect i wasn't dissing tech and, and not a shout out to yeah, and jay-z they probably felt that? the same way because, like what the, no one even thought that that was what you were doing <laughs> You know, it's just, he's just got fucking internet brain, and he's just thinking too fucking hard about this shit, you know what I mean? The the part where he calls out, no one says this to Tech, or Jay, or 2 Chains. Okay, first of all, with all due respect, what has Tech 9 or 2 Chains put out lately? I mean, Tech Nine's always putting out something, and I yeah, think okay, Two Chain like put out what? an album like <laughs> last year. Yeah, but it's not like they're like you know every year they're trying to top play. And, yeah, yeah. No yeah. one's talking about that shit. And if we're talking about Jay Z, critics loved Four Forty Four. It got fours out of fives, like almost across the board. Why would anyone say that to Jay when like, he put out point, one of the yeah. best albums of the year? I feel like you have to grade on a curve with M because people still put Eminem on such a high pedestal like he is just like the best lyricist. So, okay, cool. If you've got that reputation and I know how good you used to be, I am going to come after your fucking bars. So, in premonition, intro, I have just a few written down. More people hate me than love me. This game will make you go crazy. About to go for B-R-O-K-E. I was the G, the O-A-T. Spelling is fun! I was considered one time as the illest. Bitch, I'm still as fly as your zipper. Oh, no. No, that's nothing. That's nothing that's compared to what your boy's dude. got in store. Oh, okay. How about only way you're ahead of me is alphabetically? Because if you diss me, I'm coming after you like the letter V. Dude, I felt so bad when I had that flash moment of like, oh, Black Eyed Peas already did this lyric. Oh. oh my god, did they? Yeah, because I'm coming after you like uh, XWV or something like that. Oh, like, So it was actually more clever when they did it. <laughs> the, the, there's a few bars on here where I could have swore I've heard them before. And yeah. that that's bad. So Okay, so not only is it whack and corny, it's it's a, it's unoriginal whack and corny. Uh, yeah, that's okay. way worse. But, but oh, I want to make a point. I, I specifically want to make a point here, right? Music to be murdered by. Last lyric. This is your funeral. Prepare to die. This is music to be murdered by. Smash cut to track two. Unaccommodated. Music to be murdered by. Uh, smash cut to the next track. Oh, this is what we're doing? Young M.A. Yeah, I like a bitch who likes the wobble wobble. Shake it, shake it. Break it, break it. <laughs> First lyric. We don't even get like a four bar like intro. It's just like, oh, this is what we're doing? Oh, okay. I like to see her shake it, shake it. And wobble wobble. Oh, is this the music to be murdered by? Am I getting murdered by a stripper? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> That's the problem. Because the otherwise... Fuck? I was really happy to see Young M.A. Because I like Young M.A. I listened to uh, her debut album that dropped uh, late last year. Mm-hmm. I, th- I thought it was really good. I thought it was really solid. Um, you you think she forward... fits here? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, the song, otherwise, it just sounds like a Young M.A. song. 
as it is as it stands until Eminem shows up, and then it's really weird um, because then it's like, what the fuck is M doing here? But initially, you're thinking, what the fuck is that young M A doing here? <laughs> right. <laughs> so it just feels like, well. Might as well make the best of it, I, I guess. I, We're I both here on this awkward song together. I feel like this album actually, like, as I listen to it, this, like, is his response to all the criticism he was getting. He's like, I, I, do you want me to work with new artists? Okay, sure. I, I, you want me to put uh, these I'm beats on? I'm going to work with Juice okay. World. I'm going to work with Young M.A. Yeah. It's like, but dude, make, make it make sense, bro. Like, <laughs> I feel like instead of spending your entire fucking intro complaining about the issues people have with your stuff and all of that. No one wants to hear that. <laughs> if you go back and you listen to the first M albums, one very big takeaway. Motherfucker said it himself. He didn't give a fuck, right? Mm. I would say if people, you know, um, I, I was angry and people said I was too angry, so I lightened it up. And people said it was too light, so they wanted me to be angry again. And then I said something to piss people off. Okay, how about this, M? Mm. You don't know what people want? You are fucking Eminem, right? <laughs> people drop whatever the fuck they're doing when you drop a surprise album. Do whatever the fuck you want <laughs> to right. do. Yes. Have some fucking fun with it. <laughs> and maybe that's what he did. Maybe that's actually it, and that's no good either. <laughs> at, at that point, at that point, you could still say, hey, I had fun. I dropped this spontaneous album with some weirdest fuck songs that maybe only I like. But hey, at least it's something you feel proud of at the end of the day. And if that's what we got here, then good for him. I don't like it. I got a couple more bars written down from Unaccommodating, because this one... Huh. This whole section right here is just the pits. Dude, these verses are too fucking... There's too much happening in them. I think that's really it. There's, cause There's I was no like, direction, yeah. Yeah, because I'll be like, there will be one point where I'll be like, oh, those lyrics are actually really good. And then it's like, right after, it's like, where, where would you even be thinking where you would go Dude, from that? that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> Shady like a shadow or your silhouette. Intellect. I better check to see why you feel upset. Because I met your bitch on the internet. Now I'm getting head like a pillow pet. That bimbo can put her lips all the way around this bone, then blow like a dusty cartridge from an old Nintendo. Yeah. Damn. And when you one made a blow, dude. When you, when you see kids in middle school in the early two thousands with the fucking picture of the Nintendo cartridge on the shirt, and it says "Blow me," and you come around. <laughs> Thinking you've got some hot shit. Everybody, out of the way. Hot shit coming through. That's it. Dude, uh, wasn't there one line on here where he, like, he talked about Kim? It was, like, it was short, but it was still uh. there. It was like, oh, blow me like Kim does. It's like, still, dude. Fucking still. Didn't you make a song, like, two years ago, two albums ago about her, how you were over her? Like, it, 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 stop it. <laughs> the old cartridge from Nintendo is on the same level of when... He seriously, 100%, tried to do the denial is just a river in Egypt ah, line. Oh, yeah. Like, on the 1980s sitcom it. joke. On my petty shit, but I don't paint toes. All right. But then I got the plunger because Marshall and M.A. go plumb crazy. Call us liquid plumber because even Drano. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. 
Oh my god, no! But then there was like there was like one part in here where he mentions like MGK where he says like uh, when they ask us is the war finished with MGK? Of course it is. I cleanse him of his mortal sins. Uh, I'm God and of course the Lord forgives. Like a dope little line right there but then he just like keeps fucking talking about again with the fucking drummer and the, I mean, uh, the Drano and then uh, oh that line where he goes um but I'm contemplating yelling bombs away on the game like I'm outside of an Ariana Grande concert waiting and that line it, first of all it's just like it's just corny in terms of like an Eminem punchline anyway it's just like oh of course he was gonna say that you know it was just like you shouldn't feel that way you know what I mean it should feel like what the fuck is he gonna say next instead of like of course he was going to do that. But it also feels like particularly awkward in terms of one of the songs we'll get to later. Here's the thing where the stands were coming out in full force saying, man, anyone that's mad about that Ariana Grande concert line, they don't know Shady because Shady's done way worse. Look, here's the thing. We were there at ground fucking zero with Eminem. We saw it when he started, so we know Shady. The problem with this line it's not clever, and it's not particularly well-written. Yelling bombs away on the game. I'm contemplating like I'm, uh, yelling bl- bombs away on the game like I'm outside an Ariana concert waiting. What the fuck? Like, that? that's not... Okay, a line that I was thinking about on Fighting Words. Hmm? The Diabolic album. Oh, yes. We oh, reviewed yes. way back in the day. I've got more explosive finish lines than Boston. Like, ah, see, that was, yeah, it was like, even so if you're offended, it's like, oh, but I get what you, I see you're doing that. See, that's the thing, right? Like, that has a dual meaning, and it's clever. And, yeah, at that point, that Boston bombing, like, just happened. Like, it was, like, you could tell they recorded it, like, week of. Yeah. Th- this fucking, um, the Manchester thing, it was a couple of years ago at this point, mm-hmm. but it still feels... In bad taste, because you can tell he's just doing it for a cheap shock. Exactly, because, like you said, like there's not even a clever punchline to bring it up to. Like, bombs away? That sounds like you're, like, in an airplane dropping a bomb or something like that. I liked You Gonna Learn for a couple reasons. I liked, I liked the beat. I really Fucking, liked the beat. And, oh my god, your boy. <laughs> Who, M or Royce? Royce! When M has features on his songs, he's almost the weakest part of the song. He's almost always outshined by whoever he has you, you, you on feel the song. He, you feel he maybe has to, uh, you know, you know, maybe dial it back a little bit. Oh, <laughs> um, maybe doesn't, doesn't want to pull another Jay Z on anyone, you know. <laughs> I'm with a girl at a checkers, whiling, bumping, fuck the police, while I fed her rallies. Because, my friends, <clears throat> you gotta eat. Uh, I'll do you one better. <laughs> but you see, fed her rallies uh, sounds like uh, federales, uh, and he said, fuck the police. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you feel it twisting inside Ooh. of you. It's like, oh, oh. That's a fucking head scratcher, isn't it? <laughs> Not exactly worth the road traveled, is it? No. <laughs> The album's first, zero. Those kind of nice. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. You got Bizarre <laughs> on the fucking intro. You got Ed Sheeran on the chorus. I-, I wrote down, I'd quote the worst bars from this track 
But it would literally be the whole fucking thing. Dude, it, there were so many times where I was like, I gotta use this lyric, and then, wait, I don't know, I gotta include this. No. Well, this. <laughs> Dude, n- not even, not before we even start the fucking song, we got the Alfred interlude. To reiterate, and to make sure that you really remember the theme <laughs> of the album, this is music to be murdered by. Smash cut to the next track. Damn, girl, look at your sexy ass. Then fucking Ed Sheeran. Oh, it's one of those nights where we're going to get laid. Is this the music? Is this the music, Eminem? Is this the music I'm going to get fucking murdered by? I got to point Baby, out. shake that ass. I got to point out the Alfred thing. What right? Because world? he goes to that well so many times. Yes. And not only that, the album art, the one that's on Spotify, I think he's just kind of standing there holding a shovel. The album art for the physical copy that's going to be released has, he's holding an, uh, like a hatchet to one side of his head, uh-huh. and he's holding a gun to the other side of his head. And this is something I didn't know. There is an album called Music to be Murdered by, by Alfred Hitchcock. And oh, yeah. I think it's songs from the movies. And he's doing that pose on the cover. Yeah, so so this is supposed to be... It's a big deal that he's homaging this, right? Like... Well, homaging is one word. You stole the name of the album. You stole the, <laughs> yeah, you're right. you're the right. pose on the cover. <laughs> like, you didn't parody it or anything. You have the clips of Alfred Hitchcock talking about his album, but because you named the album the same thing... It sounds like he's talking about your album. That's that's cheating. That's your cheap album as fuck. Has nothing to do with murdering people, other than the fucking first second where you just oh look, this is what I do: stabbing someone. Right here, I go stabbing again. Fucking crabopulous <laughs> Eminem. I think it's so cheap, and it has it doesn't add anything to the album at the all. The stock screaming, like, you can obviously oh tell, like, God. it's not, like, an actual person, like, screaming while they're getting stabbed, you know? That's like so stupid. Oh, thank God. I didn't want to forget about this one. Because this, <laughs> again, he thinks he's so fucking clever. He, he says this one line, he's like, and I won't hesitate to get all bent out of shape. Oh, shit, hold, hold up, bro. And you hear him, like, falling and flipping over. Oh, blah, blah, blah. So, like, he busted his shit and he goes, like, oh, shit, bro, hold up, wait. <laughs> I just tripped over my cape. And then you hear the background, Superman! And it's just like, oh, what? You really oh. thought that was fucking clever? Like, oh, I got him so bit out of shape, I'm spitting his lyric. And, oh, hold up, wait. Oh, oh, oh get it? Because I tripped over my cape. Like, that's not, like, the convoluted fucking setup. It's not even clever. He does this a couple times on the album where he makes short references to older songs. I imagined that was supposed to be like a, I remember because of my song, Superman. Eh? He references Triumph of the Insult Comic Dog, and yeah. then immediately after that says, um, and they're all falling over like toy soldiers. Like, oh man, why you have to, you gotta dig back, like, to the mid-2000s for a song that anyone remembers, because if you reference something off Revival, it would have fallen flat, and no one would know what the hell you were talking about. You had to go back to fucking 2003 or 4 for anything even relevant. Oh my god. So, uh, the, Those Kind of Nights, again, big uh-huh. old goose egg song. Uh, I also, nice. That was also the first uh, Zero I gave as well. Uh, yeah, fucking, that's a rough one. B- but she was so extra, I called her etc. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man 
And, uh, oh, when he says, uh... Holy Toledo! Oh, she's oh. Miss Ohio! Got the best ass I've seen in a while! I had her like, oh my god! My whole iPod's filled with your songs! I mow my lawn to them! I said, oh my god, you know my songs? That's totally awesome! I'm Marshall, what's going on, huh? <laughs> Seriously, though, jokes aside, how you doing? You straight? She said, no, I'm bi. She said, are you drunk? I said, no, I'm high. OMG, like gas in the tank, she's getting low on me. She said, she wants to go with me. I said, go with you where? She said, out. I said, I'm a candle. I'll go out if you blow on me! Yes. Yes! Just because something is a play on words doesn't automatically make it a good punchline, bro. Okay, so (laughs) I already did the Nintendo cartridge. What other things you can blow on? Candle. Yeah, sure. I'm not even going to go with the second or third thing I'm thinking of. I'm just going with the first fucking thing that comes to mind. Oh, this is the one with the alert. Windows are dark, tent, roll up the car windows, Monte Carlo in the park, bumping Bizarre's demo. Yeah, there it is. You got fucking Ed Sheeran on your song. You know, and just, you know, think what you made about him, but he's made some fucking jams for the ladies. And and who you're gonna bring up the the mood music you're gonna play is fucking Bizarre. What in the hell? I don't like when M tries to be flirty, and that's what those kind of nights totally is. His love songs, though, are almost as bad with Into Deep. dude. The second um, zero out of five. Wow. Oh my god, the first lyric. I, I didn't, I didn't hate it that much. Homie, the first lyric. This could never work, is what we said at first. But whatever this is, it's working. But we're in two different worlds in. I'm not your husband. You ain't my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, oh. His fucking delivery is like, it's the star of the show because of how bad it is. It's it's unavoidable. You can't ignore it. It's just in your fucking face. So once a year or twice a month, I'm here if you want it. Yeah, I'm open season. I'm always game. So I keep oh, oh, it a hundred, oh, dear. Ha uh, ha. Uh, does, that, so, does that even work if you don't specifically know that he's like referencing bucks? You know? Yeah, he's doing a hunting thing. Gotcha. The fact that he, in the genius lyrics, goes, ha ha. He has to laugh at it. <laughs> I had to laugh at that. Ha <laughs> ha, fucking Jay-Z over here. <laughs> he's just cracking himself up in the booth. <laughs> <laughs> Can't help himself. I-, I hope they don't overhear us talk, because we're both getting sloppy. Probably subconsciously part of us wants to be caught, because... Mm. And then it gives into the chorus, like, I'm not happy here. Like, that worked for a second, right? Where I was like, yeah. oh, I can feel where he's going with this. It's like, yeah, sure, you know, this, like, oh, we've done this a million times, but it's just like, there's part of... Like, that revealing of, like, I kind of I kind of want this to fuck up, because I'm, I'm not happy with this, and I want it to stop, and I don't know how to make it stop other than getting whatever happiness I can, like... That seed of an emotion is just ruined by all the corny punchlines, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, what emotion are you trying to go for here? Yeah, and and again, like, it's one thing to have punchlines every now and then, you can do that, but when, again, it just feels like they're pushed in your face. I remember I brought this up in one of my reviews that I did for the uh, the Berserk song, off of one of the albums I did like, uh, Marshall oh. Mathers LP 2, where it was like, yeah. I was okay with the song, but it was like, yeah, it feels like it's starting to do this thing where it's like, He's just pushing the punchlines right in your fucking face. And it's like, before it used to be like, 
oh shit, he did the flow was so quick. You had to go, oh, what the fuck did he just say? But like, here's like, you know, I'm ready to kick it. Oh, that's my pigment. It's like okay, yeah. And um, like, and whereas that kind of work, because like, you could even make the point because like, that's a Beastie Boys homage. All right, but like here, it's not working anymore. He just keeps doing it. But then we get to Godzilla, and I, dude, I thought it was fucking dope as shit. I. I, I, I don't know what to say, man. I don't know what to say. It was fucking awesome. It was bonkers. It threw me off. The production and the lyrics were, like, matching each other. Fucking Juice World comes through with an actually pretty dope chorus. Yeah. Am I lying, my man? No, I, I, I think I think Juice World. I like the chorus. Whoa, um, that threw me right the fuck off. I can't, I cannot though uh, mm-hmm. get down with some of these lyrics. Okay. Um, in AA with an AK melee, finna set it like a play date. Better vacate, retreat like a vacay. Mayday. This beat is cray cray. Ray J. H A H A H A. Stop talking about Ray J. No one cares about Ray J, bro. <laughs> And quit spelling shit out. Okay, how about this? How can I have all these fans and perspire? Like a liar's pants, I'm on fire. He's like, did you just get to that punchline? Is that is that the first time you used that? I, I also thought this was weird. I don't hear a lot of people pointing this out, but it's also whack. These chicks are spazzing out. I only get more handsome and flyer. I got them passing out. Like what you do when you hand someone flyers. I, I, I don't That's know. That so awkward, dude. <laughs> it like, was awkward. Yeah, it was awkward. <laughs> how about the? How about the track everyone is fucking talking about, or rather, the only oh. song anyone's talking about? Yeah. Darkness. Because it's such a fucking departure from everything else that's happening on this album this was the first single right uh with the music video and everything yeah. album called music to be murdered by first single is about what the the fucking uh, uh las uh las vegas shooting holy yeah. shit okay there's gonna be like a bigger concept going on here but and just the way he flips it too because at first i'm listening to the song and i'm hearing like all these again like slightly belabored punchlines and i'm going like what's what's he doing here and it's just like but like every now and then i'm going like okay but that was kind of clever like okay what he, he, oh you say like destroying the crowd like he's like oh, okay and and then like having that like dawn moment where you're just like oh he's doing like oh sh- okay this is actually pretty clever because then you can listen back to the song and hear like all the things that he was doing just to be like when i said magazines i was actually referring to the clips and when i was talking about reaching for scope i was talking about like okay i can get like you know what i mean that's the type of um uh to 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 do an allusion to alfred hitchcock the sort of a uh, fridge logic right where you go back mm. later and go like oh that's what that meant that's what that meant that's what that, what that was referring to and then on top of that there's a message like especially like it truly lays out uh, the shit at the end where, you know, okay, this song was just about this, and then, like, you hear the news stories, and then it fades out, and then it fades back in with all these other news stories about shootings happening, and it's just like, holy fucking shit, okay, this kind of takes you back. This isn't just a song about, like, oh, my ego, and I'm just comparing it. Like, no, I'm actually trying, I'm using the wordplay to actually bring you into making a bigger point about this. And, like, I can respect that, you know what I mean? I have a weird feeling towards it. So, it is admirable. That you that you took the time and you have this song that is really driving this whole point home. I think the news clips are a little much, and I don't think M is really the guy for it. It feels a bit weird. The reason why I think it's especially weird is, again, you know, like, 
three songs ago, you did the, ooh, I'm bombs away like an Ariana Grande concert. Well, oh, see, oh, that's oh. the thing. This whole song is supposed to be about the, the Mandalay Bay shooting. Two songs later on Yaya, he fucking cracks a joke about it. And it's like, okay, so do you care or not? <laughs> right. <laughs> and I saw people on on Twitter be like, well, Eminem raised, like, $2 million for the victims of that shooting or that, that bombing or whatever. So, I mean, I think, it, like, well, that, oh, almost makes, joke about it. <laughs> that almost makes it worse. Yeah. <laughs> M raised $2 million for the victims, then just fucking cracked a joke about them. Like, I'm sorry, what the fuck? No, it's cool when I do it. <laughs> <laughs> the Hello Darkness, My Old Friend sample got a big eye roll for me. I wasn't feeling oh, that. I thought that I thought, was cool. I, liked, I, I thought liked... that was a bit too melodramatic. I thought it was a bit, like, it was leaning too far into it. And I did enjoy, like, how it expanded upon it halfway through the song. Like, when you like when you have the moment of realizing what's happening. You know what I mean? Like, I, I thought that was a, an okay I, see, sort of flip. I really like the twist. Especially for an Eminem song, the twist was done really well. Mm. Um, up until that twist, well, it's too melodramatic. <clears throat> up and up until that twist, it's mel- it's too melodramatic, especially for like when when you think it is Eminem, like being autobiographical. Yeah, and it's like, okay, if you're not really suicidal and you're singing about being suicidal, mm. that's kind of like kinda in bad taste. It. Yeah, yeah, I get you. And yeah. also, when you're like, man, the the fucking rows haven't filled up yet. I wonder whenever like. Yeah, Eminem yeah. would never worry about that because and, and it'd be a sold out show for the purpose of the play on words of going like oh I thought there would be more people here and to say like oh like the Las Vegas shooter might have thought that but then it, See, again, it's it, like yeah. you're comparing your struggle to the Las Vegas you know <laughs> yeah, but once the twist happens and everything before it like you said is painted in a completely different light all of it makes sense. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Up until that point, though, I was feeling major, like, oh, woe is me, fuck off type vibes. It's the way the album is constructed. If, like, if he hadn't already been doing this woe is me shit up to this point, maybe it would have worked. If this is, like, track one or something like that. Speaking of hearing it before, Skylar Gray! Oh, boy. Leaving She's heaven. gotta show up on every album, the the obligatory uh, the new Skylar D12. Gray feature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, um, dude. What? Okay, again, music to be murdered by. Yeah, and yeah. Like, this song is almost a concept. Like, at the tail end, maybe, like, at the last yeah. third verse and in, in, in the outro, he mentions, like, oh, I want to, like, dig up your grave, and, you know, it'll be, a wor- it'll be worthy of a trip to hell just to fucking dig you up and spit in your face. Mm-hmm. Like, but that barely gets addressed, and, like, how cool would that have been if that was the whole song? You know what I mean? It, ta- it It's a cool payoff, but it's not worth the fucking road you gotta travel to get yeah. to it. It's not worth that much time listening to this week, to like, an otherwise pretty whack song just for that. You're a fucking, uh, ODB fan, right? Uh, oh, 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 and Buster Rhymes as well. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta love... Do I gotta? Bitches! Yaw, 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 Bitches! Okay, so, on this one, I'm just gonna go ahead and say Black Thought fucking kills it. Yes, yes. We oh, aren't surprised I, I, I break by that. free from Kesamar. I keep him guessing hard while Broad say my bars is like ASMR. 
Oof. I'm a sight to see, but you can see from the ring I'm wearing, me and the game, we got married already, had the prenup ready, fucked on her, should have seen her belly, she, she barely was three months pregnant, bitch had it, gave me a baby, we named it Machine Gun Kelly, the fucking build up right. to that, <laughs> for like, uh huh, okay, alright, okay, <laughs> thank you. Uh, we gotta talk about the tonal mess. Whoa! Oh that is my god! Dad. Whoa! Whoa! The fucking breakneck speed of the change of pace! Like I, I hate <laughs> we got, we got my my stepdad. Wait, we got fucking Buster Rhymes. Wow! Y'all, y'all are over having a good time, old school hip hop going crazy. Then. Fucking out of butt, fucking other no, out of fucking butt, fucking nowhere, just a uh, fucking heavy hand slap across ten year old Eminem's face from his stepdad. Oh, get the fucker out of this room, you fucking son of a bitch! And it's just like it's so like it's not even like over the top silly. It's just like it's so viscerally real that it's just like what the <sighs> fuck is going on? And the fucking song that follows, I straight up was just like, did you write this when you were seventeen or some shit? Like, it's bad. what in the world? Like, I could only imagine giving this points if, again, he wrote this when he was 17 and it's like, alright, this is really emotionally, like, awkward, but uh, he's getting kind of lyrical on it to try to prove his point. Okay, whatever the fuck. But, you're 47. I hate my stand. Haven't you... Dude, you're a millionaire. Haven't you, like, had enough therapy sessions where you've worked this shit out by now? Like, oh my god. <laughs> can I can I just share with you this this excerpt? Oh, I just looked down and I know exactly what you're about to say. I wish I could get my weight up, but I'm just <clears throat> a second grader. This prick is bigger than I am. But I've been reading at school about this shit called li- liquid cyanide. Yeah, what? I'm fantasizing. By the way, <laughs> what second grader is reading about liquid cyanide at school that's bullshit? I'm fantasizing at night when he's sleeping at just the right time, sneak up with a lethal injection, and put him down like they did to my dog. I'm talking euthanasia like kids in Taiwan. This fucking shit's like Saigon. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, on the, the stepdad again? song? On the song that's supposed to be all serious? You still want to make a couple punchlines? That you want to make absolutely sure we fucking hear for how fucking clever they are? Like that Leaving Heaven song or whatever. The last verse is easily the best one, but it's not worth the build-up. Yeah, like, it, it gives you a bit of a story, finally. Then. Yeah, yeah. It's but, still not any good. But, like, and, and even then, like... I'm used to, you know, I'm remembering, like, on other, you know, Eminem earlier songs where he would give, like, a whole story. Like, it would be this ridiculous, silly, over-the-top story, and maybe he does hate his mom and all that stuff, but, like, you know, oh, you know, she beat me with a remote control until my brain, you know, (laughs) came out of my head and all that sort of silly shit. You know, there's something to it, but this is, like, it's it's got the ridiculous, silly, over-the-top chorus, but, like, the verses are, like really specific about what he's going through, you know what I mean? And like, yeah. Uh, like, there's one part where he, uh, I throw the bat and I just start punching him in the head, and it's like, you hear in the background what sounds like, like, real punching? Like, you know, like in movies, you know, they have the over-exaggerated sound oh, effect. Oh, yeah. But like, if you were to see a fight in real life, like, it actually seems like a lot less grandiose, I guess, because it's like, it's not adding in the sound effect. Punching, you know, uh, fist to skin doesn't sound that, like, impactful. But like, yeah. you hear that here, where it just, uh, you hear the... 
and it's just like oh my fucking god you know <laughs> and it's just like the, it's just the tonal thing is just like it's doing the background noises like it's supposed to be an over the top silly song and again you have the like the chorus I hate my stiff like that's not on a serious song you know what I mean yeah. like that type of chorus but yeah you have these visceral actual sounds of someone getting hit and all this sort of shit and this super intricate fucking story and it's just like and then at the same time like I know it's not true I know you didn't fucking kill your stepdad like, <laughs> I'm gonna go to in, juvie yeah you'd be in fucking jail so it's like I know it's I know for a fact it's not a real story but you're presenting it like it's this you know like it's supposed to be but it still has the silly... You know what I mean? It's just totally awkward as shit. We're fucking going long. We gotta fucking... Dude, Ma I gotta bring it up. Marsh. It's a Holy zero. Holy shit. It is a fucking zero, It's my a dude. zero. <laughs> Yo, this the first is lyrics... so bad. Oh my god. My name is Marsh. In this world, I'm out of it. Because with all this ABC shit, I'm starting to sound like Alphabet. Ha! I kill me. That lyric in particular was what made me go like, wait, huh? What? Why do you do that voice specifically like that? What? Sound like Alf? Oh. Oh! And, like, that's the first, like, I mean, this happened before, but the first time I've, like, really gotten a fucking sour taste in my mouth from figuring out what he was saying. Because he was doing the, ha, I kill me, which is a reference to, you know, what Alf, the fucking 80s oh. puppet, does. Yeah, that's what Ooh. that was supposed to be a reference to. So Ooh. listen to this fucking convoluted setup. Because with all this ABC shit, I'm starting to sound like Alf a bit. Oh no! Yeah, you are starting oh, to sound like no. Alf with the corny fucking punchlines that you keep fucking laughing your ass off at. Yeah, oh, you do sound God. like you're saying some outdated fucking mm. ass, silly ass, corny ass punchlines. Wow. Yes, you do. And I, and that's why I rescinded my statement when I heard this line. I was like, no, you're not the Robin Williams. You're not the rap game Robin Williams. You're the rap game fucking Alf at this point with these cheesy ass fucking punchlines. My name is Marsh, and I'm out of this world. S on my chest. Superman. Superman. Oh, it's and he's doing the fucking bad Travis Scott. It's lit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. You could have just got Travis Scott on this, couldn't you? This line, my girl's cheating. I'm kicking that fucking bitch to the curve. But the word fucking ain't meant to be a descriptive word. The type of bitch she is ain't no adjective. It's a verb. Cause, cause she's a fucking bitch. Cause she's a a bitch who has sex. You, you see, the, 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 what I'm trying to say is. And this was the song with the gingerbread man line. <sighs> I thought it was earlier. I get I get dough like Ed Sharon. So call me the I mean, gingerbread and it, man. And it does seem like that should have happened earlier with the fucking. <laughs> that was the opportunity. Yeah. yeah. You can, you like, can look, get you're a gonna fucking be cheesy. Just fucking, yeah. Don't fuck around with it. Do it expeditiously. <laughs> can we just go right ahead to this album's? Venom. The engine go, but the wind no, but the wind no. Losing control, the wind and blow, Marilyn Monroe. I, I, I almost swallowed my car. I call my Mercedes a Benzo. Bitch, I ball like a baby. <laughs> ball like Jay, not Jay as in Jay Z. Jay as in Leno, cause I got a huge mansion. No, <laughs> huge mansion. <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. <laughs> Get the fuck all the way out. And I just realized he seriously says, time to Rick, Rick, roll. Rick, roll reference. 
The legend gone, the legend go. Yo, that fucking chorus is top tier. And it sucks because I really like the, the weird beat, beat on that insane. song. The beat is insane. Ding, ding, That was fucking nuts. There's a lot of really cool beats on this album that I hate are wasted on this album because, like, used in a much cooler context, be like, wow, this is fucking... Like, there's so much weird shit going on, but you can't... It's like it's hard to even pay attention to it because all of your attention is being wasted and drawn by the shitty lyrics. I was going to mention Farewell. Again, he just comes out the fucking gate with these awful lyrics. Very first lyrics. Again, for what it's worth, you were a slut at birth. If if the world had a dick, you'd fuck the earth. I tried to get over you. It doesn't work. You're still a cunt. And it's just like... And then it comes into this fucking chill-ass Jamaican song. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, girl. But you're a bitch and I want to fucking bury you in the backyard and fucking fuck your mouth after you're dead. Like, what the fuck? What is this? Uh, oh, I trick you with, uh, again, fucking smooth-ass, yeah, yeah, fucking Drizzy Drake sort of, uh, yeah. fucking, you know, light Jamaican world rhythm sort of going on, you know. Uh, while he's saying, oh, I trick you with a back rub, tell you to relax, then I dump you in the bathtub. Oh, now that's love. We skipped over the criminal misuse of Anderson Pack. If you can't even get, like, a dope feature by Anderson Pack on your album. Like, what are you doing? We just says, I had to reach back and lock it. Like, what? What are you talking? You could have had anyone do the, this. What's the play on words supposed to be? Like, like what? Your your back uh, your back door is unlocked and you had to reach back and lock it. That's the only thing I could think of. Like, what? <laughs> like, like this isn't clever. This isn't like a cool. Oh snap! I had to reach back and lock it. Like, what? What? What is the metaphor playing words that's supposed to be so clever that it's worth repeating? You know what I mean? Like what I liked who he got, I didn't write it down. But on uh No Regrets, the uh No Regrets, the fucking dude they got doing the guest singing on the chorus. I really liked that. Yeah, I, and I also kinda like that he apologized to Tyler the Creator on that song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, alright, a little bit of a charity. Was not worth the seventeen tracks to get to it. But <laughs> No, absolutely not. Then I will. You got uh you got King Crooked, you got Joel Ortiz, you got Royce, and unfortunately you got Eminem. Uh, I liked that he had the <laughs> that he uh went in on a uh, Lord Jamar a little bit, you know, where he said, um, uh, I'm more than you bargained for and I'm far more worse than a forty some bar Lord Jamar verse. He says like uh you're not even a has been, you're a never was, been claiming rap when it's not yours. If it was anyone's house, G-Rap and Rockham would have you mop floors. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I thought that might be one of the best verses from M on yeah. that track in particular. Uh, but it's far from the illest shit he's ever said, obviously. Mm-hmm. Running it up, I actually came out with a two. How about you? Yeah, I gave it a two as well. Like, it was hey. one of those things where was like, this is a perfect solid two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Serviceable two, I guess. You can get Ugh. something out of this. Anyway... With all that said, uh, thank you very much for checking us out this week. Big, big thanks um, to... I don't have your name in front of me, unfortunately. Um, I remember your name was Macintosh. I'll get it in a second. Macintosh. Uh, what, you remember that fucking movie? What was that movie about then? What? Uh, that fu- blank check where the kid pretended to be... Uh, he just looked around and saw the first thing that was in his room. Oh, I'm Macintosh. When he was calling that guy with the fake you know, phone calling thing that was all the rage in 90s uh, movies. This is Peter McAllister, the <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. father. <laughs> uh, Skylar McIntosh for requesting the uh, 99 Neighbors 
album. And just to reiterate, if there's an album that you'd like to hear us talk about and you want to put in a request, head on over to our Kofi. Kofi.com slash Gordon. 40 for the album requests, 50 for a personal album request. That's new, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah, the way it goes we, now. We hadn't mentioned that yet, <clears throat> but the details are on the page, yeah. If you have an album like we talked about today, 99 Neighbors or Eminem, something mainstream, uh, that's 40. If it's something that you record, you're like up and coming and you want to get your stuff out there. And you do not mind uh, catching these words. <laughs> yeah, that's you, you don't mind catching some uh, critical fists, critical hands. <laughs> then, um, yeah, uh, request if you dare. You're in for a scare. $50 pledge to the uh, to the Kofi. And uh, we just want to thank you so much for checking us out this week and fucking with us again. If you are new to the show... All our old episodes are, uh, they can be found on SoundCloud or YouTube. Uh, Spotify has all of them. There's plenty of places. Take your pick. Um, whatever is easiest and most convenient for you, really. We love you very much. Thank you for fucking with us and choosing our show. Until next week, for the Going Off Podcast, I'm Muse. And I'm Rap Critic. And... Thank God that we're built for the distance. <laughs> 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 <laughs>